I don't even know why I said virginity. <laughs> like orthodox. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Work Wife Therapy. I'm Elise. And I'm Isabel. How was your anniversary dinner? It, I mean, I know it's been a while, but anniversary was good. I'm trying to remember what we did. You Just had dinner. on that like nice ass dress. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Do yeah. <laughs> like, I have like such a horrible memory because I'm like, um, I don't even remember what I did last week. Um, dinner was really nice. Yeah. It was like we like went to Irvine, and like the the place we went to was like all like old older white people, and then I should have, and I was like, I probably look like his sugar baby right now. <laughs> You're just um, little arm candy. <laughs> yeah basically and I was like I'm super overdressed I was like looking and everyone's kind of casual I was like oh my god I'm super like overdressed like you oh, know like super god. self-conscious about it. he's like you're not I was like yeah yeah <laughs> would have been better and to wear look, like downtown you look incredible like you did and you you sent a picture of your makeup you're like this is the first time I've done my makeup in a year <laughs> yeah I'm now I'm t- like now nowadays like the trend is like no makeup makeup I mean that's not really a trend but like even going out like no makeup makeup look so I've been trying that out I had the best outfit let me tell you dude you look hot as fuck that looks like you're in Vegas that was in Irvine you see no this is down this is this weekend on Friday I don't know if it's in my docs on here but I'm wearing Doc Martens that's beautiful where that background is is it like oh it's a hotel Oh. Um, the Millennium Biltmore Hotel. Oh. Uh, Matt was um doing a shoot over there, so we just he's like, hey, I got the hotel room for the night. Come on, I was like, okay. <laughs> and of course, like when we went downtown, it was like peak dinner time. We couldn't find a place, and then we went to this one Italian place, and the guy was like, it's gonna be an hour forty, and we're like, fuck that. Can we like order to go? He's like, yeah, go in. And we're like, okay. But then Matt was like, can we drink or something? He's like, no, you can't drink. There's no place to sit. And I'm like, fuck, okay. So we went in. I went to order. I was like, can I order a bottle of wine? She's like, yeah, sure. And she's like, is your car close by? Like, you know, where's, I can open this for you. I'm like, oh, we are at a hotel nearby. And so she was like, oh, okay. Well, do you have cup? Uh, Because we don't have any plastic cups for you to take. Well, I'll open the bottle for you. and You can drink it while you wait. And so I was like, okay, oh, and I like run out. I'm like, let's go get some cups. <laughs> and Matt was like, where the fuck are we gonna find cups? And I look across, it happens to be like a public, like um, it's called Grand Central Market. Okay. And we, and it's a place where they have like grocery, you like, like can buy produce, but there's also like different shops and restaurants all inside this packed open space area. Okay. And I went in, went across the street and there happened to be this closed um, storefront that had cups, plastic cups sitting on the counter. So I just grabbed them. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) Um, And then we went across the street. The girl, she's, she's Italian. Like she's clearly like not American. She's like, okay, just so so you can't drink outside of the restaurant perimeters, but there's a bench at the back. You can go. Oh my gosh. I love her. (laughs) I loved her. I was like, oh my God, you just made our night. You know, she like opened it, poured it for us. Everyone was so like kind of mean, you know? And then, so she's like, it's just in the back of the restaurant. We're like, okay. So we go towards the back and the host that was like, what, like that wouldn't let us drink and stuff was like, where are you guys going? I was like, well, we were told there was a bench in the back that we could sit at. And he's like, it's outside. Oh my God. And we're like, 
okay and Calm i'm like down. and we have our like open bottle of wine like <laughs> around, i'm like you bet i was like please don't take this from me i literally just paid like 40 dollars for this thing <laughs> so we went out and started drinking um waiting for our food and the girl brought our food out it was awesome Aww, so it worked <laughs> You guys, yeah, it all worked out. Nothing. <laughs> to get and like all the tables that were like sitting there were like staring at us. Or we like, oh, okay, oh no, not to say that's that's locked. <laughs> Let's go. <It's> like- <laughs> well, like also, why was everybody in a bitchy mood towards you guys? Like you're paying customers after the place has been know. shut down for almost a year. Like know. they should be begging for your business. It was just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, oh, other thing. In other news, I got a tattoo. <gasps> what? Last week. Yeah. Okay, oh my okay, God. Okay. I didn't even know you were like wanting. I love that spot. So Wait, it's right on, like on the top part of your elbow. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what is it? Roman numerals. It's the Roman numeral 28. It's a friendship tattoo that I got with one of my best friends whose birthday is also on the 28th is it? of a month. Um, and there's like a group of us, uh, our personal circle, probably like five, but I know more people whose birthday lies on the 28th of a month. Oh my gosh. I and love so we've that. Always, we've always made a joke about like creating a, a gang of people who, <laughs> oh, the 28 gang. <laughs> I think it's the power number right now. Yeah. The power number. And yeah, I think you like, need to you start know, like looking for signs. Yeah, like numerology wise, you know, like two plus eight is 10 and then one plus zero is one. There has to be some sort of significance, right? Uh-huh. So, I mean, did it hurt? Because that seems like a really tender spot. It's like, what would you call that? It's like on the back part of your tricep close okay. to your elbow. You know, the soft spot of your elbow is called your weenus. Yeah. <laughs> I got it above my weenus. <laughs> right above the weenus. <laughs> um. Okay, oh what was God. my first one? And then my boyfriend has he has four tattoos. And he's like, it's gonna feel like someone is scraping your skin like with their nail. Yeah. Over and over and over. I was like, okay. And he was doing it to me, like, okay, I could do that. And then um my friend Tiff got it first. And I was like, does it hurt? You know, <laughs> she was like, and my boyfriend's like, it stings. And I was like, you know I was like no. I thought it was just gonna be little scratches and there's a single needle tattoo so it's like way less yeah tense than if you got a regular which is like normally like five needles and the the tattoo artist was so cool and there so she had like numbing cream because she does eyebrows she, she's like girl that's not for you that's not for your tattoo that's for your face <laughs> but I, I can I get that and she's like no <laughs> just just suck it out you'll be okay. fine you will be fine <laughs> I was like, oh God, because I don't know. I know my pain tolerance is like zero. Yeah. With the tattoo, like at first it was, it did feel like the scraping. I was like, okay, I could totally do this. Like, no problem, you know? And after I was like, oh, it kind of hurts a little bit. And then she like wipes it off the ink. So it's like, oh my God, it's already like hurting. And then she's like exfoliating the skin as she keeps wiping it off after each like, (laughs) she goes, I was like, there's a my friend took a video of me you can see my face is like oh gosh any any (laughs) tv show that shows tattoos and they show them wiping it off as they're doing it I I get so squeamish 
it just like it, I'm like oh it looks so good it's like they're cleaning the canvas but just think about it like after they've done it like 20 times you're like oh my skin is gonna fall off like sandpaper just ugh. Like a bug burn. yeah Gnarly bug. like at first at first it was soothing and then after I like oh no 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 that's no it does not feel good <laughs> I feel like I'm not a fan of this yeah. uh okay so Oh yeah. Let's talk what? about your, your vaccine. So you, so the preface this, I had gotten the Moderna like in March and you had texted me and right. You texted me and said that you got, that you were getting the Johnson and Johnson or something. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't have a choice. It didn't, it just like, I just signed up. Um, and it was like Johnson, Johnson. And I was like, fuck. And like nothing against the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. It's just, it's old school, you know, like just how you get the flu vaccine and things like that. You know, like it takes like parts of like an inactivated virus, puts it in your body and your body attacks it. I didn't um, think there was anything different. I didn't know there was. Anything. Oh, that's why. So I just knew things. that it was one and I was jealous. Yeah. To get a shot one time. The, the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines are really cool with like the technology behind it. So to geek out really quickly. Yes, please. I don't know. Just so you guys about. know, I graduated with my BS in neuroscience. So <laughs> this is Isabel's wheelhouse. All I know about the Moderna vaccine is that it was Dolly Parton's <laughs> one. It's the one that Dolly Parton <laughs> put money into. It. Yeah. Yes. No, I was joking um, that, but yes, please tell me. Okay, so when you, um, I'm gonna try to like simplify it as much as possible. But yes. basically, when you're there's a there's a vi- when you have a virus, each virus has like an identifier that makes it that your body's like this is foreign, you know, and each one has its unique marker or spike. Okay, and so anytime once your body like recognizes it, it triggers your immune response to attack this foreign body in your system. Okay. And then it creates memory cells so that in the event that your body encounters it again, they react, it reacts a lot more quickly. Okay. To attack this foreign body. So what the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine does, but there are things in your body that create like proteins and things called MRNA. And so what they did was they took this genetic code and put it in the vaccine so that your body is essentially creating these like virus spikes or identifiers. So that way your body will attack it. Oh, so whatever the COVID-19 marker identifier is, your body created it. So then your body will attack it and create the immune system and, and then remembers it. So then you get the second one and your body's like, I've seen this shit before. I'm going to attack it. And it strengthens the through the response. And that's why the second dose, people will get all fucked up because your body's like, oh, this asshole is yeah, back here back. again. It takes a while for your body to realize like, oh, this is something that shouldn't be inside me. Yeah. I get that. And this is bad for me. So if your body is already creating the piece that's like, oh, this is not good fighting it off does not belong here then it'll respond and so that's why I'm thinking like you reacting Mm -hmm. so quickly after the first dose is because you had it already Mm -hmm. so your body is like oh I've seen this shit before and like I've had friends with the exact same reaction but I've also had friends they had symptoms when they had COVID 
But then mm-hmm. when they got the vaccine, they didn't. So and everyone's system responds differently. Exactly. And then you have like the older generation, older population that don't react as severely as like young people. And I like my theory is that because we're young, our immune systems are stronger. Mm-hmm. So they're quicker to react and, and the severity of it, you know. So wait, um, what about this new variant that's coming around, like the UK one? So the longer like something is out there, the more likely it is to mutate. So kind of like the flu virus, it mutates every year. That's why you always have to get a new one. Although I never got my flu shot until recently. I didn't either. So I was like, because I was like, I'm gonna get sick anyway. <laughs> or like, if yeah. I get sick, my body's gonna fight it. Yeah, um, I was like, I'm not around anybody to even catch the flu right now. So, so. for me, I was like, I didn't really <laughs> care <laughs> yeah. too much about it. So as it mutates, the whole the whole point of a virus is so that it spreads. And so it's to like, it's to live on, you know, repopulating. So as time goes on, it'll start to mutate and develop different characteristics, whether to be like more infectious or more fatal. Oh so like gosh. infectious mean like it'll spread a lot easier yeah um fatal is like the death you know like how severe your reaction is the pneumonia well not pneumonia but like all the like respiratory issues that people have so those like those are like more fatal yeah um, mutations versus the other ones where it's like easily spread or like you cough it's like maybe it lives longer out in the air or however um, I haven't read too much about the variant. Why, why didn't you keep like that as part of your major or uh, not part of your major, but like part of your career? Why did you go into finance instead? Well, I wanted to be a pediatrician. In I remember school. you saying that because wasn't Cheryl also like a, a nurse? Yeah, she was a neuroscience too or something. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. wanting to be a nurse or was a nurse, something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, like I really loved children and I was like, like I was like, oh, let's see. I didn't want to be a teacher because I was like, no way. Eight hours plus with children and like trying, basically raising them. Yeah. I mean, and discipline and teaching them stuff. I was like, fuck, I can't do that. I don't have no, the no, patience no. for that. And there's, they don't get paid nearly enough for I what know. they do. Really like underappreciated. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that. And so I was like, oh, I could like take care of kids. And basically, if you know me, any sign of needles, blood, <laughs> gore is like a no-go. And yeah. then also as I was taking classes, I science-related classes, I just was like, I am not into this as much as I thought I would be. Like even the classes that I wanted to take, like immunology, I took like a cancer, uh, like oncology classes, like setting up cancer. I was like, oh, like in theory, it would be so fascinating. And then I went into it and I was like, I am so bored. Really? Like, I feel I like, like that would be into this. so hard. I'm like entirely way too empathetic for that. Like I, yeah, I don't know how I could be around any cancer patients. I mean, I, those people yeah. are safe to me. Right. Yeah. I cannot picture you like giving somebody an IV. <laughs> that, so that makes total sense why you didn't go into pediatrics. I just, yeah. Curious. And then. It's, yeah. it's just, and then I failed. I failed one of like the key classes, like or OCHEM, organic chemistry. I was like, I don't fucking get it. Oh god! Like the comp, the the molecular compounds, like oh this my god, plus this equals this, and whatever oxidation <laughs> and stuff. People who have been taken an organic chemistry class will know my pain. Yeah, I'm I'm remember sure. it's like the molecular structure. I'm like, why? 
So I didn't have that with science, but I had that with math because I was in the business school and mm -hmm. I had my literally worst class was calculus. I didn't understand it. It was exactly what you were saying. Like, why do I have to understand that this molecule is here? I'm like, it's not even math. It's like a theory of math that doesn't make any sense, nor do I care about it. I had to take it three times and I kept, I kept failing for that exact reason. <laughs> You're like, why does this even matter? I hate this. Yeah. What did you want to, what did you want to be? I, like, I, dude, I didn't know. I just knew that I wanted to be a business owner. And I, I mean, mm -hmm. I even tried doing like a hair and makeup business. When I moved to San Diego, I did some I like that. movie editing with this company called 15 minutes. Now that was like giving people like 15 minutes of fame. I did the hair and makeup for it. And then I would also edit all of the footage oh. for it. I went to school for media at first. Mm. Um, I, I had like internship in LA. I worked on um, Cougar Town, uh, it, you know, it, it was cool and it was fun, but now that you, like, you know me, I do not belong in LA on a set. Like I do not get vibe. You would die. It's not my vibe. I mean, more power to, I have friends that work in the industry who are very successful with it. One of my friends, Colin is with this girl and she's a costumer on Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, that's just a freaking cool job, man. But I yeah. just, I didn't vibe with it. So I just switched everything. I, my, my total major is media management. So I have a business degree with a focus in media is how it, oh. is how it blurred out. But more of those business classes were the ones that fucked at. <laughs> and my oh. dad also was like, Hey, if you go to college and get a bullshit degree, like we're not helping you pay for it. And I was like, okay. So, <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I, I don't want to have to, you know, take out any more loans. So yes, let's go ahead. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, like you're 22, dude. You, like you have no yeah. idea what you want to do. So when I moved, when I moved to San Diego, I tried everything. I tried businesses, whatever. I just knew I wanted to be in charge of my own shit. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I wish like, I wish I was like that. Cause like in Asian cultures, you're either a doctor, lawyer, engineer, you know, mm -hmm. and that was like the path that was ev like, everything I did was towards that. And then I kind of wish I experimented more just to see what I liked. Yeah. You know, and now I'm in that space where I am like trying different things and looking at it, like doing this podcast, which is like so freeing. It is like, like, I really oh. look forward. I look forward to this because it, it feels just like girl time. It does feel like work wife therapy. It feels like mm -hmm. we just went out to happy hour after a long day of work. <laughs> let's just chat. Let's just talk mm -hmm. about shit. Let's talk about crazy ex-boyfriends and stuff. Like what else is <laughs> to talk about? <laughs> we should totally do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, something that I did want to bring up and totally a side note, I watched uh -huh. this. So it's a four part docuseries called the challenger, the final. Okay. It's about okay. the spaceship that like blew yeah. up in 1996. Yeah. So before both of us were even born people knew this was going to blow up and they were warning NASA and warning people saying like, 
this isn't ready to go. Like, listen to me. And they did it anyway. Yeah. Because they were on this deadline because like the whole world was watching and they were scheduled and a teacher was supposed to fly up and they're like, yeah, but we're going to risk their lives. And so there was all of this pressure to launch. Anyways, um, it got me talking about like, I would love to go to space and I have friends that are terrified to go. They like, they, they, not an ounce of them would even, you couldn't pay them money to do it. Mm. And I would like give up everything to go. (gasps) That's weird that, or not weird, but just kind of wild how it's not even a question in my mind. And then some of my closest friends are like, fuck no, I would never do that. I'm like, how are we friends? (laughs) (laughs) That's living. Like, like, don't, don't hold yourself back, live your life. Cause none of us are promised tomorrow. Yeah. And that's really one of the things that I love about you. Like you're totally fearless. You're like, fuck it. Just go, let's do it. Like, do we want to go bungee jumping or whatever? Like, let's go. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. But like, is there like a better option? Because like, you're a Capricorn. <laughs> how many people have gone through this? Like, and then I remember that when I was thinking, looking into it, and it's like, oh fuck, I cannot just like jump. And then someone told me that like ocular dislocation was one of the biggest like injuries from bungee jumping. I was like, no, thank you. Wait, like, what your is- eye pops out. Your eye will pop out of its socket. <laughs> I don't know from gravity or something. Okay, physics is like not my best. No, but st- like, can but, you imagine? So like, my- your friend jumps off. I'm like, like, oh, like, oh, I got pop it back in. Let me push my eyeball back in. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Hopefully, they caught it and it's not like floating in the river. Oh, like, well, I don't think like it just like totally becomes like dislodged from your face, but I think it'll like maybe like bulge out a little bit. I don't know. Maybe we should go find some videos. <laughs> I mean, honestly, knowing that, I would still bungee jump. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my know. gosh. We were supposed to go skydiving for my friend's birthday, and then it got too cold because his birthday is in November. I'm like, okay, so oh. we're doing it this summer. Like, let's plan it, actually. Yeah, I'm down to go skydiving. Yeah, dude. I'm I think it's just because I don't like the idea of like being pulled back up. You know, like I'm already falling. Dude, I've jumped out of a plane six times. Six freaking times. Four of them were in San Diego. You like, have life insurance already, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I die jumping out of a plane, my family gets way more money. I'm I'm worth way more dead than I am alive. Let's just say it that way. Oh, same here. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I first wrote all my stuff, I told my sister, I was like, you're gonna be one rich bitch. If I die, <laughs> choke up my drink. But that's what that's where the crime shit happens, dude. That's where all of a sudden Isabel's missing with your sister's filing. Don't put that out there. <laughs> I don't want to die. I mean, I am gonna die, but I don't want to die by like being murdered. <laughs> Not that I have a choice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hold on, wait. Before you kill me, can I choose how this is gonna happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like death by in my sleep. <laughs> ideal thank you um what do you have going on today I'm gonna go get dirt because I'm gardening well I've been trying to grow these seeds and then I kind of failed some of them but right now my peppermint plant is thriving Ooh. um I have a zucchini plant and then I have a lemon basil plant that was like sprouting and that kind of got crisped up in the sun but now it looks like it's making a comeback and then all the other ones just died 
And then I also want to grow tomatoes. So yesterday I bought like a Momotaro tomato plant and then I bought heirloom tomato seeds. Yeah. Because it's something about like growing the plant from the seed. So like actually like a real full grown plant, it's like very fulfilling. Oh, I'm sure you appreciate it more and it's a hell of a lot better. Yeah. And then I, the, and then I cheated for the other tomato plant. So we'll see how that one goes, but I, I don't know. Every ounce of me wants to have, uh, my own produce garden, but I just cannot even grasp adding another thing onto my plate right now that I have to take care of. Like I'm already Mm. managing clients and then two dogs and then a whole house. And then not only the house, then the yard, then the landscaping. And it just, this is a public (laughs) service announcement for Elise's other soulmate of the masculine energy to come and take care. (laughs) (laughs) A real husband, not a work husband, a real (laughs) husband that'll work for me. Literally, all I don't need anything. Just like do the dishes sometimes. <laughs> Maybe take out my trash. Do, I mean, recently too, I'm like super into construction workers because they'll help with stuff like that. You look like such a well, Midwestern boy. I do. And that's, I was so sick of like, you know, San Diego bros and like the beach bros. Oh. I was so over it. And I was like, I just want a Midwestern guy that drives a truck that has you a up for farmers that- only. Maybe <laughs> no, fuck no. <laughs> Wait, oh my god. Farmersonly.com. <laughs> they should we should ask them for a sponsorship. <laughs> for, for if you're in if, Ohio. If, if I would join farmersonly.com if you were a produce farmer, because I am a vegetarian. I will never ever eat meat again so they can't be a like you know any sort of killing animal type shit it has to be very oh, the hunters and oh yeah no I'm not into that I but I'm into guys that look like they're into that but they're not into that so I'm looking for a unicorn and I still haven't found him <laughs> what if the guy ate meat but would obviously cook you the food that you wanted that is totally no fine yeah oh, okay. oh yeah they can eat me okay I just okay want I them, just, like, like going out and like killing or I don't want them to be a chicken farmer or uh you know a cattle farmer and killing cows all the time like I just I can't do that and it's really popular here (laughs) there's a lot of farms so yes I want I want the truck I want the you know all of that kind of manly man shit but that's also like maybe a vegetarian would be cool (laughs) Mm. I don't think they exist but if you know somebody yeah what if you found like an urban farmer okay if you want like a vegan whatever you have to come to like LA (laughs) I don't want to go back I know I know it's like I want a blend of like my southern California life here in Columbus (laughs) (laughs) on farmers should we create a profile I kind of want to create a profile no (laughs) they're like hey Lisa what kind of farmer are you I was like well I don't even like mowing my grass. So I don't like I farm money. I'm just kidding. That's that exactly like what that I sounds do. like some money laundering. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we should actually do that. To do what? Join farmers we should, only. We should create. Yeah. Yeah. If you get in, let's I go. Mean, I'm, let's already, go. I'm already on the other ones. Like, why not? Let's do this. Let's do this. Some of the people on there, dude, I got to warn you. 
they look like they're inbred. <laughs> like it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. You just said just say that. goodbye to our farmers only sponsorship. <laughs> you never even gave it a chance. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, I take that back. Everybody on there is super hot, super great. And join now. Farmersonly.com. I didn't even know they had a jingle. Oh yeah, dude. It's promoted everywhere around here. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Yay, Ohio. <laughs> so yeah, he doesn't have to be a produce farmer. He can be like, I don't know, a veterinarian. He could like do something with oh, animals. Yeah. Like Shit's Creek. Do you want to do a tarot reading to close yeah. it out? I would love to do a tarot reading to close it out. So I, we can also do, so before I do the tarot, we'll have goddess cards but but they're like they're like angel cards and okay where these are tarot that's like the three of cups like these you pull and it's just like the goddess of virginity Ooh, yeah so today we are going to pull a card from the work your light oracle cards by rebecca campbell and so i have the cards in my deck I've been shuffling them and this is going to be your intention or your action for the upcoming week just to have as your mantra. And Isabel, I'm going to have you give me a number. 28. Oh, you're waiting. You're waiting to see that number. <laughs> okay. You're going to have to give me a second. That's 28. Okay. You're gonna... <laughs> 27. 28. Boom. Answer the call. <gasps> so it's saying, what is your soul calling you to do? Your guidance is divinely guided. You are being called to answer the call of your soul. It might be scary. It might not make sense. But if you trust your soul's yearnings, you will live a life beyond what your mind could possibly imagine. Answering your soul's calling is not a one-time thing, rather a lifelong dance. Deep down, you already know what you long for, already know what your soul longs for. So whatever you're called to do, that is your calling. Don't overthink it. Don't wait for permission. Just say yes. Insert here, um, like getting into a freaking space shuttle. Just say yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Most people are waiting for a step-by-step -step plan before they take the first step. But intuition doesn't work like that. It takes faith and courage to answer the calls of your soul. And that's why most people don't do it. But you are not most people, Isabel. You are exactly in the right place to answer your calling now. You don't need to know the whole plan. You don't even need to know where it is leading. You just need to take the next step. No one has ever had the complete perfect plan. Sometimes resistance we have is another soul calling. The more important it is to our soul's growth. Bam, bam. Can, can I just say, I'm so glad this ep our episodes always come full circle somehow <laughs> because we were literally just talking about sitting on this podcast and not really releasing it. And, and this is literally like, get your ass in gear, just do it. You don't have to have everything in order. <laughs> and we're both like such, I mean, we both don't like putting something out there until we know it's perfect. Good. So it's a huge risk, but 
Yeah. So here's your message, everybody. This is actually, just do it. Just do it. Just say yes. Don't, we have this, like these people come around for like drug education as kids called just say no. I don't know if you guys had it in California there. It was like a whole program. No, um, kind of. Yeah. But so instead we should start our own called just say yes. Just say yes. Just say yes. But yeah, I, I think the, the Oracle cards are going to be better for our episodes just as an overall theme. So I'll keep these out and we'll just go off of these instead. So no more tarot. Yeah. We're going to do Oracle. If you're right. having a supernatural day, maybe we will consult yeah. the cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what will this episode be called? I don't know, but I'm going to have to listen to because we went through farmersonly.com. We went through a lot of stuff. So maybe I'll, I'll, there'll be a multiple, I'll write multiple things. Okay. Deal. Yay. So, oh my God. Leo smells so bad. Ew. It just like stinks like wet dog, dude. <laughs> I just, I can't. This is why I can't take care of a vegetable garden too. It's just like vegetable <laughs> garden. The smell. <laughs> they'll smell because my dog smells dude (laughs) that's my only answer my dog smells I'm in charge of too many things and I just don't yeah (laughs) so thank you for this far yeah (laughs) thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of work wife therapy so glad you made it this far if you like what you heard subscribe to our podcast give us a five-star review share with your work wives and we'll see you next week see you next week love you bye love you bye